She usually has like her little dog and a glass of wine and is all set up in the car. <laughs> Still got that. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's been pregnant half but, of the show. The very first, I mean, I'm a legit listener. So the very first episode was like, hey, what was everyone drinking? And it's like, Jess is like, you know, carrot juice because I'm pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm pregnant. <laughs> so I'm like, well, there's no more kids. There's no more kids. Like That's we're it. not having any more. We're done. Two, two's perfect. Two so we're through. like, no, no. <laughs> Two and through. That was the deal from the beginning. But he got snipped up. Like we tried to get him snipped between quarantine, but then they uh-huh. stopped elective surgeries. So uh we had to wait. And so he did his eyes and his uh he got snipped on the same day, like a couple oh. months ago. So <laughs> LASIK and a snip all in, in and out. Knock it all out. Yeah. <laughs> Two for one. Did he get like Botox and, and a little brow lift while he was at it? I mean it sounds like this doctor did it all. <laughs> It did. He just walked in the car. What's up, there he is. There he is. He's got I'm sure he's glad to know. Hey, how's the vasectomy, Doug? <laughs> oh, he's the one that was like a hundred percent on it. He booked. They want to know how the vasectomy was. I was like, he was all for it. That was his deal. He's like, great time. <laughs> Welcome to the Major League Eventing Podcast, the show for eventing fans, by eventing fans. We love Mane and Tail. Love them. Mane and Tail has so many wonderful products, Mm -hmm. different types of shampoos, from your regular shampoo and conditioner to the ultimate gloss. To wound care. Wound care, the Protect line, the Mineralize. Hoof care products. Everything you need. Everything you need. Detangler. So, everybody, you've been hearing us rave about Mane and Tail for months now. And, you know, it's fantastic, Karen. It sure is. We love this stuff. Wonderful first-class company. We can't say enough about the people, can we, Karen? Oh, they, they are awesome. Wonderful, wonderful people working there, operating the business, and owning the business from the top down, the bottom up wonderful first class people and we just cannot thank them enough and we are so proud to be sponsored by such a wonderful company aren't we oh we sure are so, I, they're awesome they are awesome so thank you very much Mane and Tail get out there folks please support the sponsors who support us okay and help us bring this show to you so thank you so much Mane and Tail and uh, Karen we, we love them we love them love you Mane and Tail we love you <laughs> RJ Equine Kinetics is a full service conditioning, training, and rehabilitation center providing a unique program tailored to each individual horse's needs. Yeah, some of the services they provide they have a water treadmill, a cold saltwater spa, vibrating floor, equine massage, vet administered class four laser treatments. They provide educational tours, individualized feeding programs for your horse, round-the-clock attention. They also offer trailer-in services, equine transportation, and a limousine service. And some of the examples for the use of their equipment are for horses experiencing poor performance, lameness, and gait abnormalities, horses needing to improve fitness and strength before competition season, a way to balance asymmetries and rebuild muscle after atrophy, and returning to training after surgery, trauma, or injury, or prehabilitation. Learn more about RNJ Equine Kinetics at RNJ Equine on Facebook and EQKNETX.com. 
And Karen, we have a reviewer of the week. Five-star review. Five-star. Short and sweet. What do yes. we got? They say, a joy to listen. This is from Nina G322. And she says, thank you for all the great interviews. Well, thank you very much, Nina G. And, uh... Well, we sure do appreciate it. And we appreciate you leaving that review on Apple Podcasts. And thank you so much. Anyone else? Karen, we love reviews, right? We love them. Especially five stars. Yeah. So Only five. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much, Nina G322. Welcome to the team Triple Crown Feed. Oh, Karen. yeah. Triple Crown. Big fans of Triple Crown Feed. Um, they have a t- tons of, of great products out there. Mm-hmm. Premium stuff. Karen, what do you got to say over there? So Triple Crown has formulas that are tailored to your horse's unique needs and help support immunity and gut health. Find your local Triple Crown Feed dealer by going to triplecrownfeed.com. Triplecrownfeed.com. That's a little bit of a tongue twister. It is. Triplecrownfeed.com. They have a great feed locator. They have a great feed comparison tool on their website. I encourage everyone to get over there. Check out Triple Crown Feed's website. Check out the different products. Check out what makes them so special. And give them a shot, right, Karen? Oh, yeah. Support the people to support the show. Equilume. Yeah, so Equilume is the world leader in the research and development of lighting solutions that maximize the horse's health, performance, and overall well-being. The Equilume Stable Lights and Cash Shell Light Masks are game changers for performance horses. By replicating natural sunlight and allowing them to receive the optimum level of biologically effective light, whether they are stabled, out grazing, or traveling to competition, the scientifically developed Equilum lighting products support the horse's body clock, positively influencing mood and behavior while helping to maintain muscle tone, strengthen immunity, and ensure a sleek and shiny coat, Karen. Wow. Do you know who else uses Equilum? Who else, Karen? The USCA Rider of the Year, Liz Halday Sharp. I love Liz. So she told us about her experience using the products by saying... We used the Equilume Stable Lights and Cashel Light Mask on De Niro in the run-up to Tryon and during our stay there. I have to say it's the most outstanding he has ever felt on the last day. I think if a horse is getting good light, resting well, and feeling their best, it's only going to help them perform better and feel better. Absolutely. So learn more, Karen, at Equilume.com. Equilume.com. Taylor Harris Insurance Services. There for all equestrians, amateur and the professional. For all types and all breeds. No matter what discipline or level, Taylor Harris is committed to excellence in serving you and protecting the horses you love. Taylor Harris Insurance Services, your worldwide equine insurance specialists. I'm Karen. And I'm Rob. Karen. Super excited for today's Major League Vending Podcast. Oh, yeah. We have a two-for-one, Karen. A twofer. A twofer, a twofer. So um, you you might know our, our one guest is a five-star eventer, but also these two ladies are co-hosts. They're two of a tr- two people of a trio of mm-hmm. the Heels Down Happy Hour podcast. So um, welcome to the show, Jessica Payne and Justine Griffin. Welcome. Welcome. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Hi. How are you? Super, Great. super. We've been having a good old time before we yeah. started recording, yeah. Karen. So <laughs> for, for a small fee, any all that can be deleted and they don't ever have to. <laughs> so uh, we, we love the Heels Down Happy Hour podcast. Mm-hmm. And, and um, in honor of that, we're drinking. Yeah, we're drinking. 
Are you guys drinking? Oh, guys perfect. Drinking? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. For sure. What, okay, so. I think that's the only way, that's the only way Justine and I could do a podcast. <laughs> well, what are you ladies <laughs> having? Is this the way My you guys always start your show? You talk about drinks. So, what, what do you yeah. have? I'm having some, I'm actually having a French red wine. Oh, that oh, sounds pretty nice. nice. Hey, yeah. That sounds nice. That's just this normal truck wine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For people that don't listen to us, I always actually 95% of the time record in a car or truck or wherever I am, because then you don't hear. There's been a couple episodes where you've heard my kids screaming in the background for various reasons. So we're trying to like bang on the door. So I found it pretty safe to go into the car. So that's where we record. So I bring my wine and I sit outside wherever I am, whatever house I'm at at that time. And I drink some wine. But Justine always has fun drinks, and I'm just, I never can make it. It's just my go-to. What are you drinking, Justine? Well, I it's fun, but it's not, like, a, a lot of effort. It's just a local IPA that's brewed here in Tampa. It's called Free Dive, um, and it's from a oh, local really? brewery called Copper Tail. It's quite good, though. So. Oh, you'll have to send me a picture of that. I love a good IPA. Yeah, yeah I will. I will. I'm an IPA guy. Very have nice. you done the founders all day? Yes, it's fantastic. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's, that's like a good my one. new, it used to be the Goose Island IPA, and now the founders is like my go to. All day IPA. It's a good one. It's got all the hoppiness, and you can, and it's sessionable. Seriously. And you can drink it all day. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it is fantastic. The name is definitely suits it. Yeah. Karen, what are you drinking? I have an old fashioned. Oh. Ooh. Oh. What type of whiskey you got in there, love? Um, uh, I think it was Knob Creek. Knob Creek. I think. Oh, dang. I think. She's going Knob I, Creek. I don't know. I just grabbed one. I didn't. <clears throat> nice. Nice. And I am mixing. Rob, what is? I am going with a ten-year-old Lafroig Scotch, which is a, an acquired taste for anybody that drinks Scotch. It's a peated Scotch from the region of Isla. So. Oh, look at you! You're the fanciest of this yeah. bunch. I even yeah. have my, yeah. uh, my monogrammed. Little rocks glass. It's got. I'll show yeah! Wow! Look at you. Nice. You're all drinker. set up. I gotta admit, <laughs> I'm. I. I almost didn't drink tonight because Monday we went out f- to Walmart for a coffee. Oh maker. yes. And yes. it just so happened that we had to get dinner, and we were going to our favorite restaurant. And then Danny and Kelly Warrington were coming back in town because we're from the same neighborhood, the Landsafe folks, and. We were. They were like, "Hey, we're gonna be there. We're back in town. It's their favorite restaurant too." And then uh, Zach Brandt, yeah, and Audrey Stanka. They were coming in from Kentucky because they're gonna do some training here, get ready for Jersey. So we all ended up meeting at this watering hole. We happened to be there the longest. Yeah, we closed the place down. We closed it down. <laughs> and I like to oh, call, wow. I like to call him in the third uh, person. Rare form Robbie came out yes. that day, and um, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't pretty. So. <laughs> So a good way to start it back off is a good scotch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A smoky perfect. one at that is. I mean, it, it's peated. It's hey. it's uh, and a full glass at that. Too. Yeah, I did. I and did a... turn the bottle over accidentally, but I didn't. Hey, that's okay. I had that's a lot okay. of bourbon. Now. I was My new it. favorite, Karen. You've got to try. I've been doing a Kentucky Mule, but I've been mm. doing it with like a. Uh, I've done it normally, like at a restaurant or whatever, with a bullet rye or just any kind of rye in the Kentucky Mule. And that's been like my go-to restaurant fancy drink. But That's a good one. And we also like ginger juleps. Mm. Oh. Yeah, that's that's kind of a local mix. Yeah, yeah. A local bartender made that. She entered it in a contest and won. But it's, it's a mint julep, but she uses ginger beer. 
that sounds very great. Yeah. Good. yeah. That would be perfect in time for the Kentucky Derby yeah, as a drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's perfect. I'll have to try that because I do love good whiskeys. And the new one I tried uh, when we were friends of ours about a month ago was New Rift. And apparently you can only get it in Kentucky and Texas or California or somewhere like that. But I got a couple bottles while we were in Kentucky. So I was super excited. That was fun. Dang, dang. Mm. And it just to submit a little cocktail for the show. Mm-hmm. This is something I think anyone can get anywhere. Deep Betty grapefruit vodka. Um, 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 uh, uh, what's that called? Can't, what do we call that? Um, what's the drink we get? What's the drink? Moscow drink? Mules. Moscow Mule. Yeah. With, <laughs> I didn't with know deep, where you're going with. Moscow Mule with Deep Betty grapefruit, grapefruit vodka. vodka. It's fantastic. Very good. Ooh, yeah. I like the grapefruit twist. That's so, a good idea. Yeah. So I'm, a little, I'm doing a little. Um, that's my 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 proposal to the Hills Down show. So. All right, maybe we'll have to use that next episode. We will. We did just did the the last episode. We just did the deep berry grapefruit vodka with something else, but we'll have to do it next. I missed that. Oh, we did the we did the sweet tea vodka. Oh, sweet tea vodka. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Lemonade. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. And a jalapeno gimlet. So we'll do the grapefruit. No, don't. You don't have to do. Hey, and by the way, I'm such a real fan of the show. I don't know if you remember. Way back when, early on, during the Canadian Royal show, you guys did a, hey, name this drink contest. And while my recipe didn't get picked, you used my name. So I called it, I I made, I sent you guys a drink recipe and I called it the Royal Treatment. And they used the name, the Royal Treatment, but they changed the recipe. So that was me. But it was the wrong drink. (laughs) They, they they changed it. a real bartender mixed it up but yeah that was yeah we have a video of it we'll yeah. have to send you the yeah. link yeah the royal treatment so that was my name that I gave the drink mine was more like uh, Canadian whiskey which is my least favorite whiskey by the way sorry but but that was your drink that you submitted wow that's too funny that's so fun yeah, I yeah. know <laughs> so pretty cool so I am a real fan of the show I've been listening since day one so. All right. You guys are awesome. So, and, I, and I know I'm not the demographic. It's more like a, a three ladies hanging out, sipping wine. And then there's Rob. And then there's me. I'm like, and then Rob. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I love it. I know I'm not the demo, but whatever. A good podcast is a good oh, podcast. Right, it is right, what it is. Right. Thank you. doesn't matter. You can hang out with three girls drinking alcohol. Yeah. They're the funnest to I drink mean, with. You can. You. <laughs> Occasionally, we force Doug to hang out with us. So. Yeah. Yeah, I like to hang out with Doug. We met Doug a few times, and he's he's a good man. So yeah. big big fans. <laughs> hey, uh, before we get started, before we go any further, I shouldn't say we're like twenty minutes in. The uh, where, where are you guys coming to us from? So Jess, we know you're in your truck somewhere. Is that where, where are you at? And then Justine after after Jess. I am actually at our new farm just north of Durham, North Carolina. Uh, we're in this little town called Rougemont. So we finally, after six years, have moved into our farm. We're so excited. It's a work in progress, but we're just happy we are actually here. So we're super excited. That's awesome. We're gonna hear more so I'm, I'm in my own driveway. <laughs> we're gonna, uh, we will ask more about that yeah. shortly. And Justine, uh, how about you? So I live in the Tampa Bay area. So I am coming to you from my house in St. Petersburg, Florida. Gosh, awesome. Very nice. Yeah. St. Petersburg. And you have chickens, right? In your house? I I do. I live in a urban area. Like we're right downtown and I have uh, 
an urban chicken farm in the backyard. <laughs> Look at chickens. Anyone ever? Justine's very like hippie-ish. That's how I would kind of <laughs> describe her in St. Petersburg. I love it. I love it. That's awesome. Uh, cool. Yeah. So, okay. So Justine, we'll start with you. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got your start in writing and, um, you know, where you are today? Sure. So, um, I grew up in Florida, still here in Florida. Um, and when I was a kid, I, I just caught the horse bug young. I had, uh, you know, friends who, um, had a, their mom was, grew up riding and grew up eventing actually. Um, and she had her daughters like going to horseback riding summer camp. And I, I'm probably like six years old at this time. And so my mom, uh, let me go to horse camp with them for a couple summers. And, um, I remember the trainer told my mom like, okay, this kid is hooked. Like she wants to do this. So, and I just started taking lessons and, uh, I've been riding ever since. And I, you know, my background is mostly hunter jumper. So I, I showed all in the hunter jumpers as a junior. Um, and then in college, I, I rode mostly dressage and rode on my college's dressage team. Um, and only just recently, as an adult amateur, I've started I've started dabbling and eventing a little bit um, with my big thoroughbred gelding. But I will I will tell you, I'm still a hunter rider at heart. Um, it is really hard for me to make the novice level cross country time. <laughs> yeah. You could tell we're a hunter out there as we kind of like romp in the park through our cross country runs, <laughs> but we have a good time. So that's awesome. Is Jessica yeah. like? Did, is is there any correlation between you guys starting the podcast and and meeting Jessica and then getting into eventing or if it was something you always wanted to kind of do? Uh, I would say there's definitely a correlation. I mean, growing up, I did some uh, like schooling level events. Uh, our farm would go and dabble in different things. Uh, so I, I, I was familiar with eventing. I had, you know, probably done up to beginner novice level as a kid several times. Um, but yeah, I definitely think Jess has had a, a good influence on me and my horse. Uh, you know, gosh, I think about where my horse was when we started the podcast, Jess, because he was just like a green off the track horse at the time. You, you know? had just and, gotten my yeah, yeah. And so um whenever I have a question, I send I text videos to Jess all the time and she helps <laughs> me out. And yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. And just this year I I did my first ever USCA recognized horse trial and I, you know, just, I was texting Jess the whole time. So I'm pretty sure she's had a, had an influence over me. (laughs) I've loved it. Mikey, you do such a good job with it because you were doing well in the hunters and stuff. And then that barn you went to kind of encouraged you and you're like, should I try? I'm like, absolutely. He's so game and bold. So she's done a really good job with him. Oh, thank you. I think it's awesome. (laughs) Uh, You know, I think variety is a spice of life and, try everything and mm-hmm. you know, yeah and definitely yeah yeah now yeah 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 so how is mikey i know on your show you're saying that he's on stall rest and yeah he's just coming back out i okay. actually wrote him today woohoo yeah, so yeah. um he's 10 this year so yeah gotcha. and he's a non-sweater too is are you still got that managed he is yeah it is a chronic problem we deal with every summer but fingers crossed knock on wood you know all the all the good luck charms out there he's sweat the last two summers so i feel like i've hopefully figured it out you know um but yeah it's just one of those weird conditions that you know th- that can change at any point um but I, I've got a good team of vets and stuff that have helped us along the way so hopefully we can keep him sweating 
Because obviously Florida is not the the best environment, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> to have a, a big old horse who doesn't sweat, but he's doing okay. Yeah. So good. that's good. Yeah, that's good. and that's one thing about listening to the show. You really do. You, you guys all open up your lives to to everyone who listens. So um, much more than I do. I'm I'm a closed book. I'm, yeah, I'm right. an enigma. <laughs> <laughs> I keep myself very private. Yeah, very private life. Yeah, but, uh, hey, and then. Uh, Justine, you're also like a real, like you're a real writer. Like you have a real day job as a, as a real journalist, right? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So I do have a real day job. Heels down is a lot of fun and, and I love it, but it is, yeah, it's not my, it's not my main job. So I am an, a breaking news editor at a Metro daily newspaper. I work for the Tampa Bay times, which is the largest newspaper in Florida. It's also one of the last remaining independently owned newspapers in the country. Wow. Um, yeah. So it's, it's very important work. Uh, it's very stressful work, uh, but I really enjoy it. Um, I've been a journalist. I've wanted to be a journalist almost as long as I've loved horses. So I'm really lucky that I still got a job in this uh, industry and, and um, I, I love it. How about that? Does, yeah, the, does yeah. the paper ever talk about doing a podcast? Like, have you ever said, Hey, podcasting is the way to the wave of the future have you ever mentioned that yeah right yeah so we've done a few at the paper um our sports guys have had a few um we're uh we're champa bay right now if you didn't know with the lightning winning the stanley cup and, champa and the bay. Bucks winning the super bowl okay it's a good time to be in tampa um but we've also done some really cool um narrative more like murder mystery types for um uh, you know, big investigations that we've published in the paper, we've turned into podcasts. So it's like a, you know, story element where the, uh, the last one we did was about um, a man who served most of his life in prison. Um, we re-examined this old cold case that shows like he actually might be innocent. So you can follow along and, and listen to the whole podcast. That's cool. Oh, that's super cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. And that was mm-hmm. something that's all your, your paper that... did the work and found mm-hmm. this all out. Wow. Wow. That's yeah, really cool. yeah, that is really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, Jess, can we hear your story? How'd you get your uh, get your start writing and get to where you are today? So, obviously, my husband's family, like they all grew up doing it, but with me, I actually um, went to school outside in Nashville, Tennessee, and there was a little barn outside my elementary school, and every day I begged my mom to ride. And we were all about like playing sports. My mom was a big swimmer and they always wanted us to be active. And I was not very good at baseball or soccer or any of that. I was actually pretty terrible at soccer. So (laughs) I kept begging to ride the horse and they let me go like once a week to go to horseback lessons. And they just kept thinking, okay, she's going to grow out of it. They weren't horse people at all. And I just kept asking. And then I started barrel racing through like middle school and stuff and did a little bit of English when I was doing elementary, but then actually kind of got competitive barrel racing and then was riding hunter jumpers on the side, kind of a mix of it all, like a little bit of a hot mess probably. (laughs) But then I decided, no, I wanted to do the hunter jumpers. So I did the hunter jumpers. till I was like 18 and my mom ended up running a barn and taking care of all because of my sister's road and everything else. And then I did an event till I was a 17 or 18. And I was just, um, my mom was running a barn across from Bill and Lori Hoos. And so my sisters would take lessons. And I had this one that my hunter jumper trainers thought was terrible. He was this appendix quarter horse, um, 
he was uh, he was a good jumper. He was super brave, but he was a little wild. So they didn't like him in the hunter jumper world. So I ended up taking him over there, and they kind of got me hooked in eventing. So then I did a lot of show, I've always done show jumping and eventing at the same time, but that's kind of what got me started. How about that? <clears throat> and then you've ridden around Kentucky twice, correct? right twice actually three times but yeah three times Mm -hmm. so i ended up getting really lucky i found uh the horse high society when i was in college like my first or second year of college i found him and brought him he had done a couple preliminaries like one or two brought him up and we really clicked and i was riding with mike and emma winner at the time when i found him and i they helped me produce all the way up through advanced, they went back to England and I started riding with Jan Benny, who has been my mentor, life coach, all of the above, still a dear, dear friend of ours. And she ended up getting me to Kentucky in 2010, 11 and 12. And so he was, he's a super special horse. He's still around. He's with an owner of Doug and I's and she takes him around novice level still and does like some jumpers and hunter derbies and does a little bit of everything with them. But yeah, I was super lucky to find an amazing horse and then was able to take him around Kentucky. And he also, I went over to Blenheim and competed probably one of my favorite events in the world was at Blenheim. So I got to do that as well. Wow. That is awesome. That's really cool. You know, Jan Benny now uh, you're you're the third week in a row that we've had, Former Jan Benny, you know, working students, you know, Jan. Yeah. It's really awesome. Yeah. Oh, we love she, her. She's, she's amazing. Yeah, she is. She's amazing. She is more than a coach to me. She's a dear friend, but also like my life coach. I mm-hmm. call her when I'm going to freak out on somebody, probably. <laughs> <laughs> she talks me off the ledge and is like, probably not a good idea today. <laughs> so. She's amazing. I really, really, she's, um, she's a, such a good friend and she's gotten me to where I am. So I really, really appreciate everything she's done for me. Yeah. Yeah. And now after, after the two, the two little ones, um, which are adorable, by the way, I know them. Hudson and Abby. Yeah. The kids are, they're pretty adorable. They yeah. adorable. <laughs> I think Hudson's got a higher IQ than me at two and a half years old. <laughs> the kid's a genius. Yeah. And, uh, he he loves him some airplanes. Like yeah, he yeah. every day talks about airplanes. I'm like, oh, so we're not buying any airplanes for you, buddy. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. So now, but you're back in the saddle, right? I am. I am. I um, it's I have an amazing nanny who helps do everything, and Courtney, everybody knows, is awesome, and she yeah. runs everything. So that's been super easy. But I, um, I don't have an event horse at the time. I actually just have some jumpers and then I have one jumper that I compete. He does like the 115s. He needs to move up to the 120s, but half the time I'm like, life's crazy. I'm like, oh, probably shouldn't do the 120s today. Like not as prepared as I should be. So it's been fun getting back in the saddle and in the jumper world. It's, it's nice that like, if it's crazy and you know, it's just one of those days that I probably don't have time to really compete and really get my mindset into it. I just say, look, I'll do it tomorrow. And I don't get eliminated by not showing up on my time. (laughs) It's very nice to be like, oh, Wednesday's not going to work. Thursday looks better for me. (laughs) (laughs) Or I was a little... Yeah, I was a little rusty at the last one because we'd been moving and everything else. And I was like, oh, I'm not as prepared as I probably should be. So 
the first couple of days were a little rusty. And then I was like, you know what, by day three and four, I got much better. So I, at least unlike eventing, I got to keep going back in and back in until right. it got better. Yeah, that is the nice thing yeah. for sure. And, and are it you planning very to get nice. back in eventing? Or do you want to get back to eventing? Oh yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I do love eventing. So I do want to get back. I really do enjoy bringing the young ones along. And so I sold my young horse when I was, uh, just found out it was pregnant with Abigail. I bought a three-year-old in Ireland a couple of years ago. And so I sold him knowing that he was just going to sit and do nothing. And he deserved more and he was a talented horse. So yeah, I really think the next couple of years, once we get moving, like I told Justine, I feel like I'm going to bad dream across it right now because this farm I've moved more awkward things like my toes hurt from like <laughs> moving everything so like right now I'm like I don't need to exercise or ride very many I feel like I'm pretty fit but my whole body hurts so I think after that we settle in mm. I'll try to you know look for another event horse or another jumper I'm kind of open to either that's awesome yeah that's awesome yeah so you mentioned the new farm can you tell us a little bit about it Yes. So Doug and I, in the end of 2014, bought 30 acres just north of Durham, North Carolina. And it has been one thing after the next to get this thing going. And we it's are finally for you guys. It's been more than that. It has been something. So he's like, I can't believe you guys are still married after that old process. <laughs> I never got, I never thought I was going to see the day that you actually moved. So I actually wasn't sure. I mean, it's so <laughs> sad because when we first bought it and we had all the plans and everything, Doug told everybody we were going to be moving in six months. And I was like, man, you're crazy. We're never going to be in in six months. I thought nine months to a year. I was even way off. Like we lost so many bets with friends on when we would be here. We have had students been with us that are like, we're going to college in North Carolina. When are you going to be there? Oh, six months. We've had clients. We've told we're going to be there in six oh months. God. So we, the fact that we're actually here is honestly a dream come true because we have done so much and they're still, it is a project and a half still, but we are so glad that we're here and you know, it's hard to build a farm five hours away when we're on the road 40 something weeks yeah. a year. So now we, you know, like I said, we're up till 11 o'clock at night doing projects some nights just to keep going. But we're so excited that we're here and it's actually coming about and horses are here and we're living here. So we're super, super excited. That's awesome. Is there beautiful. any plans for a landing strip? For, for the airplane on the property? You know what? The best news about that was there is an airport, there's an airport four miles away from here oh, wow. and we have a hangar there. So we actually bought this property before Doug even thought about flying. It was so <laughs> long ago. So... <laughs> And Doug has 12,000 like, hours right now. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like 12,000 hours. And we didn't even know that he was flying when we bought this. So we got super lucky when he was flying and looking into it. He's like, oh, where's the closest airport? Is it RDU? And RDU is like 40 minutes away, which isn't terrible, but that's not where we really want to be. And there is, it was called Person County. Now it's called Raleigh Executive. They just changed the name like three months ago. So it's four miles. Like when we flew in from, um, when we were flying in the other day, we actually flew over our farm as a, um, as we were landing 
Gotcha. Oh, that's, oh, that's cool. really that's cool. Yeah. yeah. So Hudson was in the back and Doug's like, hey, Hudson, look, that's our farm. And like kind of flew over. It was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. I bet. Now, you guys are fresh off of Kentucky, too. So um, Doug had a couple horses in the the, the five-star, five one in the four-star. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit? I mean, a, a totally different year. So if you could just give us a little bit of a, you know, how that all went down with no fans and do you mean totally different year because it snowed? <laughs> right. right? <laughs> Between the snow, I mean, <laughs> the, 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 the torrential rains, you know, kind of par for the course. Yeah, that, 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 that's oh, I mean, the torrential rains, Kentucky, the fact that it was legit snowing, I was like, okay, we knew Kentucky was going to be a different year, but come on, we did not need snow for this. <laughs> so, yes, it started off with snow. I think it was, I was freezing the whole time. I'm actually not sure it ever warmed up to like, I got to the beach on Monday, but, um, cause we did take two days off and go to the beach after Kentucky. So that was fun. We went and spent it with friends, but back to Kentucky, it was super fun that we ended up, um, it was snowing and then it went to sunny and then it went to raining. So we saw every season while we were there, but overall, like our horses, we couldn't have been more thrilled of. We took the Van Diver horse, Doug rode in the five star and he fell into his halt. And so that was a little unfortunate. So he started the weekend, like complete, like basically, but after that, he just kept climbing up and really showed he was a superstar. So it wasn't the dressage score that Doug was, I think looking for, but the end of the day, I was like, you have to be so proud. Like he came out, he got better through the test and then he rocked around probably one of the hardest. I mean, it was a really, really tough five-star and then show jumping. He was really, really good. So that one we were super proud of. And then we took quantum leap. Who's a 10 year old that we bought as our first baby. That was our first weanling we bought. And he, yeah, he was bred by Dee Dee Callahan um, or Elizabeth Callahan in Maryland. So we bought her from her like nine years ago. So he's 10 and he stepped to the plate. Doug did have a run out on him, but honestly, like he's Doug was like, I've never had a run out on cross country. He's like, I should have set him up a little bit more. He's like, but I got four and a half and that happens. And it was, that was the true test. I mean, there was, it was some super, super, you know, tricky combinations and tough. I think Derek did a great job on the course but it was at the end of the day, it was a true test. I think Ollie Townend told Doug, like, look, this is one of the hardest five stars I've ever seen. And Doug's like, oh my gosh, it is tough. So we were super excited that the horses came out and jumped phenomenal. And then even better, they looked amazing on Sunday afternoon and even through today, because we, you know, that's what we just want them for. So, and then we took we took the star witness. Um, she's 10 as well, but she's a bit greener. She didn't start eventing till a couple of years ago. So she did the four S and she was great. She ended up fifth and then she's on her way to Jersey fresh. Wow. So we're super excited about that. Right Very cool. Right the yeah. Right yeah. So, yeah. Not far. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. I, it's exciting. Yeah, uh, you know, I was, uh, the, the cross country, you know, it's kind of hard to judge cross country from, you know, at home, you know, we did not go. So, um, but it looked difficult just in the pictures and everything I saw and then watching that ride, obviously it was difficult, but then I thought the show jumping looked really tough too. I thought that looked a little, I thought there, there was tricky combinations and then there was tricky ways to make the time. Like the way you kind of had a, you had to come through one line and then kind of come around to the right and then line up for, I think it was like the triple combination. Like, 
That is super tough. Who does a rollback to a triple combination? Yeah. So how do you know was... how far to go out? You're, you know, you're, the time is tight. I'm thinking, wow, how do you know yeah. how far to go out, how to get square? It was tough. It was a lot. It was really tough. And so like, that's where Doug and I were walking the course and I was like, are we turning right to roll back to the triple right now? Like, <laughs> are you sure we're not supposed to go to the bidding line to the left, like, and then go around? No. And so you went inside around to the triple combination and the five star. And that is, it was a great test. And I thought it was, um, it was different. It wasn't something you always see in the show jumping. And I thought, I kind of appreciated that you did have to kind of be aware of the time. And I think that's important is that you don't get to go do like what Justine and I love to do is go around the whole edge of the ring. And we have plenty of time to get around like a hunter course that they did make it challenging enough time-wise. So I was happy to see that actually. Really cool. I guess no one got the memo that it was, you know, no one, no one did a five star in a year, you know, nobody got the (laughs) memo. Everyone was a little, a little bit of rust. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But hey, it's an Olympic <laughs> year, and and they still kept yeah, exactly. In. And I think it was, I think it was a really good test because Derek DeGrazia is doing the Tokyo Olympics, so mm-hmm. I think it's going to be super exciting that they all, a lot of riders, to get to go around it and kind of see. And I think that the 4S, it was a really tough 4S as well. I think that's going to be, you know, a lot of what you're going to see for Tokyo. Yeah, I think a lot but of people. I'm are- not going to like. The star witness mare is my favorite, I think, in everything you have in the barn. She's just so cool to watch. I'm, She's super cool. Yeah, I agree. I'm excited to see like as she as she starts working her way up to the five star. That's no, awesome. we're yeah. super excited. We were we were very lucky to find her and all of them. I mean, we have a great group of horses right now, so we're super super excited about them. Actually, yeah. I think mm-hmm. uh, I think that the the pain string of horses is is overall yeah. my favorite uh, yeah. total string of horses. Mm-hmm. Then you guys definitely know how to pick them. Yeah. yeah. I have a so, little soft spot for baby quantums, so I'm not he's sure so I cute. can. Oh my <laughs> so, he gave me snuggles after cross country. He just wanted to cuddle. It was so cute. I want to cuddle with somebody too. After I just went around. That <laughs> now, have you guys, have you guys met Doug in person? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Doug, yeah. Uh, so he's a, he's a tall guy, right? Yeah, yeah. Like um, it, and that's something about Van Diver. Like you don't, realize how big that horse is like for how tall Doug is and he like they look very well matched for each other but when you meet van diver in person that horse is enormous no the mare's bigger really the mare's bigger your mare is huge she's so tall i never would have guessed that so because i've met van diver but i have not met the mare so van diver and quantum leap are tall and long like okay. the mare is just put together, but she stands the tallest. Like she's so tall. And like, wow, you look up to her. Like I was jogging her today and I was like, God, she's just so tall. <laughs> like <laughs> you just keep looking up to her, but she is. Yeah, she's so tall, but she just, she has that presence and she walks around she like does. she is hot stuff. And <laughs> sadly, she kind of knows it. So we're like, man, settle down, settle down. It's funny. Oh, that that's so funny. Wow. How, how tall they are. Like you're all, the whole string is kind of tall, like right now. And it's funny. Cause I was just watching the other day, the, the scratch to five star video that, that mm. Doug put out years ago. And, um, boy, I'm just drawing a blank on which horse that was, but running uh, order, running that's order. It, yeah. Yep. And, uh, cause I was kind of curious to see, you know, that's a very good video for someone to see. Okay. You know, how does the body shape and all that change? And he mentions in that video, how he likes 
a larger horse, you know, which is interesting. He's most comfortable like 16, three to 17, one. Yeah. I'm uh, most comfortable at like 15, three, yeah. but <laughs> my short tripper right now is like 17 hands. So oh I'm gosh. like somehow like you used to walk through the barn and like, you saw my side of the horses and they were all low 16 too. And then you walked to his and they were all above 16 too. And now it's just become all big horses. And I'm like, couple years of popping out babies and all, they're all become dug size. <laughs> they're all huge. Like, why did we get so big? <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Well, Doug's a gentleman. Actually, the first time we met Doug, he did a uh, course walk for our pony club yeah. at Plantation mm-hmm. years ago. And, uh, you know, he took pictures with the club and I remember he, he, he had just gotten into town. He hasn't walked, he didn't walk the course yet and we're walking the course and then he skips a couple jumps. Like he missed it. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I remember we were the, like, the kids oh. were like, uh, I think we're supposed to go that way. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh yeah. <laughs> and I was like, but I was like pooping myself thinking, oh my gosh, Doug, if, if all of a sudden Doug like skipped half the course and it was our far pony club's fault you know that he just you know but uh gentlemen that is too funny and now this segment is brought to you by taylor harris insurance services get all your horse insurance needs by going to this horseinsurance.com that is t-h-i-s horseinsurance.com um so on to the heels down happy hour podcast which you guys are Two of three hosts. Your, your third host is Ellie Wozniacka, and um, mm-hmm. she's not with us, but um, she's with us in spirit. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah, sure. <laughs> but uh, you so make her sound like she's dead. She's with us in spirit. That's a joke. She's here. She's just not today. That she's girl's, with us. That not girl's crazy. Let me tell you, that girl's crazy. That is on that show. She's crazy. So Do you guys fun. have cats? Because she'll find a way to like get into your house if you have cats. So this be girl, careful. I mean, all of a sudden she's talking about she's, she buys a Santa sleigh. She's got cats. She doesn't shave her legs for months on end. So oh my gosh. You really myself. are a listener. I'm a listener. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't play around. I was. I gotta be honest. I was a little skeeved. Uh, Don't worry. We were all too. Don't worry. We were right with you. And one of the most recent ones. She went to use the go to use the bathroom middle of the night, and a cat popped out of the toilet and (laughs) scared her. (laughs) Scares all of us. That girl. That girl alone is must must listen radio. So. So, but tell us a little bit. I am not your normal demographic listener. I don't believe, but see, tell us a little bit about the show and, and, um, you know, what you guys do over there. Well, Jess, how long have we been doing it now? Is it three years? Almost three years. Wow. That's crazy to think about. And so, yeah. So when we started, (laughs) you were, you were pregnant with the first baby. No. So I would be over three years. Hudson's just turned three. Yeah. So it's. Yeah. Because you were announcing that you were pregnant in the first episode. Yeah. And it was yeah. like, it's almost four years because it was the summertime. So it's almost mm-hmm. just going on four years. That's wild. And so we're, we're 86 episodes in. Um, but we are a twice monthly podcast that we do on the Horse Radio Network. And I remember when we, I, pitching this idea to Patricia De Silva, who is the CEO of Hillstown Media, which puts out Hillstown Magazine. Uh, she's also the president of Eco Gold. Uh, she's our boss. And uh, I remember telling her, we should do a podcast and we should just, we should make it about like happy hour, like having drinks and, you know, talking about horses and like going to horse shows. 
And we were trying to, we were trying to think of like, who could be another host on the show? We were brainstorming like all the writers we had good relationships with. And Patricia was like, I know just the person she can talk about literally anything, any, anything you could think of. She could talk about it. And it was Jessica Payne. It was me. She comes up to me. This is my favorite. She comes up to me and she goes, I have a job for you. And I'm like, okay, what's up? And she goes, I need you to do a podcast. Like we're going to do a podcast. We're starting one. She goes, I need somebody that can literally talk about anybody to anything, anything to anybody at any time. And I said, well, you know, that's me. And she's like, exactly. So I need you to be the host on the podcast. So I was like, done. I was like, they've always said I could be friends with the wall. I can just talk to it. So she's like, done. Yeah. And we just, uh, I feel like we hit it off right away. Like it all, you know. We just found our vibe and became fast friends and, um, and our show's a little different in that, uh, we, we have different segments that we do for every episode. Uh, we don't always have guests on our show. Um, so sometimes it's, it's just us talking to each other for an hour. Um, sometimes it's just Justine and I, and we're like, yeah. we can do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, but, but we've had a ton of fun over the years. I mean, it's been a blast and, um, Every year we always make a big deal about Kentucky and for a couple of years in a row, we've hosted a live show on the vendor floor at, at the horse park, which has always been super fun. So fun. Um, we've had, we've had a couple of drink sponsors before we've, I think we've had some Kentucky bourbon. We've mm-hmm. had some Kentucky wine. We've definitely had some horse park margaritas. Um, but we were able to bring on, you know, competitors who were riding every year at Kentucky somehow steal a moment of their time just to ask them what underwear that they're riding in on cross country <laughs> the next day. Uh, it, yeah, it's been a super blast. And Ellie is newer to the show, but she, 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 brings she jumped her right level in. of crazy and, and <laughs> yeah, she vibes well with us. She just made Boyd Martin, a, a cat, uh, like she literally knitted a Damn. couch for his cat. I saw that on yeah, the, your group. You guys had the yeah. Heels Down Happy Hour uh, it, Lounge, right? Yep, yep. So yep. we have a Facebook group that's mm-hmm. very active. Um, yeah, and, and I'm just amazed at the at the number of people who listen to us and enjoy it and and hang with us on on our Facebook group. Um, it's just been like such a fun ride to do this with with Jess and get to know the horses more and just, you know, talk about literally our favorite thing is just the sport um, and just have a good time doing it. Absolutely. So I'm, I think you guys introduced me to four roses bourbon at your, one of your Kentucky shows. Oh, did we? Yeah. yeah. That was the bourbon. Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm a legit listener guys. I'm legit. <laughs> and that's like real deal. Kentucky bourbon. That that's, is, yeah. you know, that is it was thing. so good. It's yeah. Kind of, it's, it's good. It's, it, they're barrel proof or barrel select. Single barrel is one of my absolute favorites. I mean, hands it's down. excellent. It is excellent. So, and I really didn't know much about them until they were on your show. And then I looked them up and I said, wow. And then I chased it. And then I really said, wow. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. All, you, all, all because of you guys now, but the show's, the show's a lot of fun. I listened mm-hmm. to it and um, I think it's cool. And it's a nice compliment to, I guess, everything else the heels down does. Uh, you know, at the time when you guys started, you guys started the magazine in print, and then it's kind of transformed a little bit. And now you just did another rebrand as to, uh, I don't know if it rebrands the right word, but now it's the Heels Down Spark is the the daily uh, email blast. Is that right? Knew that. That is right. So we've uh, we've been publishing a daily email newsletter for a couple of years now. It was the Heels Down Brief, and we recently 
relaunched as the Heels Down Spark uh, just this year. And it's been super fun just watching that platform grow. Uh, I don't really feel like you get, there's a newsletter out there for equestrian news quite like ours. It's a, it's a, uh, just something we were trying to create something that when you think of the community of, you know, of horse people, like just our type of people, right? How do you start your day? Uh, you know, horses are part of your, your whole day from the moment you wake up, you know? Uh, and so how can we, how could we create a, a community for that in, in some type of platform? Uh, so we built a newsletter. So every morning the, you'll get the heels down spark right to your inbox, right at 6am. We've got some of our own original articles that we publish every day in it, but we also have sections of, um, of real people, quote unquote news on (laughs) what's going on in the world that, you know, that you might find interesting or curious or learn something new. Uh, and then we, when we do our own original content too, uh, in the spark where we have our own, themed weeks where we like, we'll do a week with um, professional grooms like Courtney Carson is a great example, sharing their hacks and their tips on, on braiding or grooming or uh, managing a barn or whatever you could think of. We've um, we've interviewed really interesting people and those interviews have lived only in our newsletter. For example, we interviewed Stormy Daniels uh, and we broke that interview up into five days in the newsletter um, so it's always, and we've got really cool ideas for the future. Uh, so really exciting things on the horizon for the spark. And, um, and it's just been really fun to watch that platform grow over time. That's really cool. It sounds like you're like, uh, uh, like Justine, it sounds like you're really, are you like, how, how, like, are you, are you like an editor of that or how, like, how involved are you uh, in the decision making? It sounds like you have a lot of influence. Yeah. So I like, I literally have tomorrow's spark pulled up right now and I'm, I'm copy editing (laughs) while we talk right now. (laughs) Wow. So yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So definitely involved. I'm definitely involved uh, with the everyday (laughs) process of that for sure. Wow. That's kind of cool to know who, you know, as you're listening to this Mm -hmm. and you get the spark, you know, whose hands are touching it and everything like that. So I feel like it all, it all, all of our, all the things we do at heels down kind of fit together, right. Where it's all part of a bigger, uh, puzzle of this community we've created. And I feel like you get the vibe. Like when you read the spark, I feel like it feels like the same voice of the podcast, right? Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. We're speaking to a, to a community of amateur riders of all different disciplines, all, all ages, all backgrounds. It's very inclusive, but it all boils down to that same, you know, the same passion of, do you love horses? It doesn't really matter if you, if you have goals to compete at Kentucky one day, or if you just want to trail ride out your backyard, you know, um, if you love horses, we've, we've got a space for you here. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely has a parallel. Like you can definitely see an absolute parallel when you read the spark and listen to the podcast, you know, you, you definitely get the same, you know, you guys open the show with, you know, your drink, obviously a little bit of news. Everyone kind of contributes a little something that they thought was kind of interesting for the week or two and, and then go into whatever topic. So just like, just like the show, the spark is, is laid out very similar kind of the way I, the way I feel mm-hmm. the way I interpret it. So, yeah, I agree with that. Cool. So now you guys also are just rolled out the, 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 the spark awards. Can you tell us a little bit about that? And this is something everyone that's listening should really listen up because this isn't, this is for everybody. Mm-hmm. So everyone that's listening, listen close. Cause this is really, really cool. And I hope that listeners are, are, are going to take advantage of this opportunity. Yeah. And we appreciate the opportunity to spread the word here, but this year we are launching 
the Heels Down Spark Awards. It's a brand new competition for inspiring people who are in the horse world. So um, it's, it's pretty much open to literally anyone with a cool idea. So if you're a writer or a blogger or a designer or an artist, or you're an entrepreneur who launched a new company in the last couple of years, uh, we're talking to you. So the Heels Down Spark Awards are literally open um, just to celebrate creativity in the equestrian world. Uh, we have seven different categories. Um, so if you're a photographer, we have a photography category. We have art and design, writing, broadcasting. So, hey, this is perfect for you guys, too, uh, because it's open to podcasters mm-hmm. or video creators. We have a change maker category, which um, is for... Uh, people or a team of people who um, who've, who've made a difference either through advocacy or nonprofit work. Uh, and then we have two different entrepreneurship categories, one for a startup and then another one that's um, for entrepreneurs who've been in business for at least two years. And so we have all the details on our website, which we'll share the link with you guys. Sure, uh, we'll yeah. put it in the show notes. Yeah. Great. Uh, and, and, nominations are open now so you can nominate someone you know or nominate yourself we have a form that you fill out on our website at heelsdownmag.com and the deadline to apply is by may 30th 30th. so basically you'll apply we ask you some questions about yourself uh we want we want you to submit some examples of your work in certain categories and then we have um an expert panel of judges for each category definitely names you know from all different parts of the horse world uh, and how basically how the, how it works is um, that expert panel of judges is going to make up 75% of, of the vote, essentially, like they'll determine who the finalists are. And then the other 25% is going to come from the public. So we're going to publish the finalists in the Heels Down Spark in our newsletter. And we hope that our subscribers will there then can vote for those finalists on who they think should win the, each category. That sounds really awesome. Mm-hmm. I got to be honest, I did submit an entry, Karen. So good, good. Hi, I hear it. Yeah. You know, why not? Why right? Not? You know, you, you know, yeah. Absolutely. You can't win if you don't play. Right. Right. So, exactly. No one else yeah. is going to nominate this dumbass show. So might as well <laughs> no, nominate I myself. Say that. No. <laughs> but well, hopefully, you know, well, hopefully we make it to the finalists. Maybe. Maybe. Fingers crossed. Yeah. And hopefully from there, maybe. And then we're going to have to have listeners like vote. Everybody's gonna have to go on the spark and then vote for yeah uh, major league yeah so yes. so people are gonna have to so uh, the, so uh, subscribing to spark is how they vote right so mm-hmm. they should also subscribe to the spark right yep yep so if you go to heelsdownmag.com you'll uh, you'll see where it's easy to sign up to become a subscriber okay very cool yeah so we'll make sure yeah. we get that in the show yeah. notes too and all that good stuff mm-hmm. and then hopefully uh, you guys got some great judges I know you got uh, uh, um, Glenn Kelly. Ellie's in. I know. I thought she's going to listen to this episode and she might be mad that she's not here, but <laughs> but then she'll be happy because she's a judge. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I think, it was, I think Ellie's a lot of fun. Um, Maybe we should send her some cat stuff. Yeah, we'll send her some. Yeah, we'll send her yeah. some. Yeah. <laughs> you could bribe her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that out loud, though. Don't worry. <laughs> And then, like you said, you're 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 part of the Horse Radio Network, which is Glenn uh, Hebert's uh, mm-hmm. uh, and his wife uh, Jen, their their yep. business. And uh, you know, let me tell you, we are not part of the Horse Radio Network, but I'm a huge admirer of Glenn and what he's built over there. I mean, Glenn, for people who don't know, if anyone doesn't listen, Glenn is a major um, 
he's a, a huge person that brought podcasting to the forefront. So he is a pioneer in podcasting. So, uh, you know, when there's podcasts and like conventions and stuff like that, I mean, Glenn is a legit real deal, um, pioneer in this, which is really cool. So we owe him a ton, even though we're not part of the network, we owe him a ton for, for just being a part of growing this, out yeah, there. Th- this whole podcast and movement. So, um, and he is a judge. He's so also he just the <laughs> nicest guy in the world, too. Glenn is just the nicest guy. He says like a really, really cool yeah. guy. I never met him in person. Hopefully someday we get to meet and uh it'll be a lot of it'll be really cool to mm-hmm. kind of catch up with him. So awesome. So uh so that's May thirtieth. All the May thirtieth. Apply by May thirtieth. Open yeah. now, deadline. Open May now. 30th. And then, like for the photographers and stuff. So there's like so many like great photographers and we always see the pictures and all that stuff. Like I'm curious about photographers. Is is it okay if they're like the professionals out there that are on the sidelines or is this kind of open to amateurs or how is this for everybody? It's open to everybody. So we have a, we have an expert panel of judges who are very, uh, very clearly professionals. Um, so the people who will be judging you are like the people who are taking the photos on the sidelines at you know, cross country day at, at, at Kentucky, you know, okay. um, uh, but but it's open to anybody. Uh, we, we really have no no restrictions, so everyone should apply. Very cool. Okay. And yeah. And uh, Patricia De Silva, by the way, who's you know your 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 boss over there and, and the head the head honcho at Heels Down and Eco Gold. I mean, she's a very yeah. inspirational person, also. And I, I I hope that I know a lot of people know her. She's very popular, but I just again, she's an innovator in the industry, and and we're all about growing the sport of eventing and equestrian sports, and we just. You know, we love what she does and she's an inspiration to us to, to get out there. And if you have an idea, go for it and give it a shot. And, um, you know, so just thanks. Thanks to her also. If she, if she, uh, if you could pass that along to her or if she, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe she listens. Who knows? Maybe Maybe she's a judge. I don't know. Maybe she has to 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 butter up all the judges. (laughs) No, no. But I think, I think it's important to recognize people who are paving the way for people like us, you know? Oh, definitely. I mean, she's given us. She's given us this opportunity to host our own podcast. Um, she's a great boss too. I mean, she is someone when you, if you have a harebrained crazy idea, she's always the person who, who she'll sit and listen to you and she'll go, okay, do it. Like she always gives you the shot, you know, she's, um, she's not afraid to take risks and, and she's just, she really, she's so connected in this community. Like you said, you know, she's just, um, she's a good person to have behind you, you know? Yeah, for sure. For she sure. sounds very cool. Hopefully we get to meet her. I have had a conversations with her on the phone a little bit. Um, oh, good. In the past. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so hopefully we get to meet her in person too. Someday, mm-hmm. So, well, what do you think, Karen? I think we covered it all. I what think do you think, so. ladies? I think so too. Wait, what? I was going to say, I think they should play with us. I was just going to say the same thing. I was like, all right. Oh, We're gonna like cross cross the podcast oh, here, but you guys want to play Rose and Thorn? Rose and Thorn. All right, okay. I am not prepared, but <laughs> I will go last. All right, let's do it. I'm not prepared. I gotta All think. Right. About so it. Everyone knows the rules, right? Everyone knows the rules. <laughs> uh, Rose and Thorn. All right, I'll go. I'll okay, go first. you go first. I'll start with my thorn. <laughs> okay. So I just transplanted my tomato seedlings, little sprouts. I just transplanted them yesterday, and. While we've been on this show, I put them out on the back porch. You and while we've been outside. on the show, we had a torrential <gasps> downpour while we've been doing this interview. And I'm quite positive my plants have drowned. So he does it all the time. All the time. I mean, literally, like, it, we started the interview and then it started pouring. Um, oh, so that's no. probably my thorn. And my little tomato plants have probably been. Um, I'm, I'm heading a tractor supply to buy pre, <laughs> more. 
pre-made plans. I start them circus from seed. I'm the worst gardener. I'm terrible. And my I, I'm pretty sure I take that cake. I'm horrible at gardening. I'm, I'm like, I keep nice wanting time. to be so good, but it's just really not that good. <laughs> you and me both. I'm terrible. I'm terrible. But I hear the rain and I'm like, well, there's my plants getting killed yep. by the rain. Oops. They're drowning. Yep. Uh, it's too late. They're yep. done. Yep. Uh, my rose would be... What would my rose be? I mean, I think, uh, hmm. Oh boy. Uh, rose, 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 rose. Well, we got nice weather coming and, uh, I don't know. I'm just happy that I'm happy that spring is here because I really don't like winter. So I don't know. I got to look for that. And I'm very thankful for the podcast and thankful for you guys coming on. So how about that for a rose that we finally there got. You go. There you go. There you go. Are you ready? All right, I'm ready. Okay, so my thorn is my day job. I have to travel two hours to a different location for, I don't know when it's going to stop, but... Um, so four hours of round four trip. Four hours round trip. Oh. Yeah, so it, it's not fun. Um, hasn't been fun. Uh, but my rose is been coming home to a cooked meal. Yeah, well, listen, after, oh, a, nice. after a long drive, come home and dinner's all ready. I, so. Listen, nice. I, I try to thank you for recognizing yes. me publicly. I do try. <laughs> Especially while she's been traveling. I've been doing all the grocery shopping. Yes. I mean, yes. we always kind of share the load. Whoever's busier, the other one picks up. Mm-hmm. So we do have a we, we I, I always tell people, you know, we compliment each other, mm-hmm. you know. That's just, so cute. Yeah, so. <laughs> so Rob's my rose. <laughs> Thank you. Rob's your rose. That's so cute. I feel like that I'm is very cute. Roses, but hey. <laughs> hey, at least it wasn't the thorn this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she didn't have to carry me in Monday night after I... Oh, r- yeah. r- 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 <laughs> rare form oh, Robbie boy. showed up. She already forgot about that. Don't worry. <laughs> Justine, are you next or you want me to go? Um, I can go. All right. So, um, my thorn is, okay. So I got my second COVID shot this week. I got the Pfizer, the second dose. And so my husband got his a week ago and we were, we, um, we're actually, we went to a wedding, um, very socially distant, done very well, nice outdoor wedding in Alabama, but he, he got his second shot the day before we left to go to this wedding. And I was like, what are you doing? You're going to be so sick all weekend now. Are you crazy? And he, of course, of course, no, not Alex. No, totally fine. fine. Yeah. He was good. (laughs) Um, totally made it like that was totally fine. And so then I got mine second dose on Monday and was like, all right, I'll probably be fine. Um, and I, I was fine most of the day. Then I like woke up at three in the morning and was just like dead sick. I had chills and a fever and, like my bones ached. It was terrible. And it lasted for like 48 hours. Like I was wow. like, I was like dead to the world the next day. Like had a call out of work, like could not look at a computer screen. It was terrible. Mm. Um, I'm fine now. Like, but the next day, like after a good night's sleep, after that second day, I was like back to being human again, but who it was rough. I can't remember the last time I've had a fever, you know, like been so sick that I had a fever. Right. So it was, uh, mm. but at least it's all done. I'm vaccinated now it's over with, but man, it was a it was a doozy. Mm. Did not expect that. So that's my thorn. That's for sure. Um, my rose, which I'm I'm not totally sure this counts as a rose, but it's an interesting story that you, you guys might laugh laugh about. So I have chickens in my backyard, <laughs> and <laughs> of 
course, Jess is laughing at me. One of them went missing last week and I was like, okay, it got eaten. Right. Cause that's just like the natural reaction of there are too many predators out there. They're like, they're going to get eaten sometimes. So I'm like, all right, a hawk swooped down and got it or a stray cat. It's a smaller breed of chicken. Like it's real little. It's almost like a quail sized chicken. And so it's been like five days and I just assume the chicken is dead. And then yesterday it just shows back up. Wow. It's just really? back, just back in the yard. And I'm like, where the hell where did, did it come go? from? It's a homing and yeah. Where and it's just it like, Hey, I'm here. I'm fine. And then, so I was like, okay, I inspected it. There's no wounds. It seems totally fine. And I was like, okay, welcome back. Hope everything's good. And then like two hours later, it's gone again. Oh my gosh. So so it must be laying eggs somewhere in like an exotic neighbor location that it just just going and sitting on a pile of eggs in the bushes somewhere in my neighbor's and yard and back. then gets hungry and comes home for a minute and then goes back. But so I have no idea where it is again. And it's been it's been like 36 hours. And I don't know if we're going to find that like the next time she comes home, I have to trap her, I think. Yeah. 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 Oh my yeah. <laughs> How's she getting out? So we clip their wings. So she like, cause we have a big, like six yeah. foot tall fence, but I, I think she jumped cause they could still like flutter with their clipped wings. So I think she jumps on top of the coop and then jumps over the fence mm. that way. Oh, but I cannot find wow. her. We've like searched our neighbor's yards. We've like, we're looking all over the place. Can't, I have no idea where I can she's imagine going. Your neighbors are like, Oh, there's just teen there. there. I know they're used to us <laughs> doing that. I'm like, Hey, sorry, I'm in your yard looking for the chicken. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> you got to remember, I live in a very like urban, like we walk downtown to restaurants. Like this yeah. isn't like, I'm not in like a farm road where it's normal <laughs> to see chickens. So. No, like I have no chickens and I probably should. And Justine definitely has chickens. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah. So we'll see if the chicken comes back. Yeah, that's the that. <laughs> yeah. You have to keep us posted. Yeah, right. All right. What do you got, Jess? So my, my thorn that I kind of already mentioned in the episode is that, and I text Justine about this and I was like, I literally like, we talk about the new farm and I'm so excited and it can't be my rose because it's been my rose like 12,000 different times on the episodes. So I feel like I'll pick a different rose, but my thorn is that like with all the moving and all of this, like it is the worst version of CrossFit. Like it, my toes hurt everything. So like, I think I just want to like, I've moved more couches and furniture than I ever have. And it's awkward. Like Doug and I were lifting two different things. One said 165 pounds. And that was the lighter one. And I was like, oh. Jeez. and they're awkward. So it's not like you're lifting and it like all goes like, I woke up and Doug's like, why are there bruises all over your legs? I was like, that's because I was like supporting it while I'm going up the stairs. Mm. Was he, so he's got you on the bottom tried, side. Like, Is he have you on the heavy side? Too? <laughs> <laughs> well, I go on the top side and then he doesn't push fast enough. So then I feel like I'm falling. So it's, it's been this like horrible thing. And like, he's so much taller. I mean, I look like I'm taller, but Jesse will tell you, I'm only five, four. Yeah. So I look a lot taller, but I'm five, four, Doug six, three. So like, when you're trying to carry furniture together, it's super yeah, it awkward. <laughs> no, so Courtney's like, just give it up. Just let Court, Jessica and I do it because we're the same height-ish. So Courtney and I end up lifting a lot. So you it's... Tall. You do look yeah, tall. Yeah, you do look tall. Yeah, I had somebody like tell me, they're like, oh, well, you don't know. Sure, you're like 5'8". And I'm like, I'm 5'4 on a really good day. Yeah. So... 
Yeah. Yeah. I stand next to Justine and I'm like way, way shorter. <laughs> yeah. So. It's like, yeah. We'll have to send yeah. you guys yeah. a picture for reference. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then my rose, my rose is that I have kind of like a two part rose. My rose is that we got through Kentucky. All the horses are good. Doug's good. We get great finishes. That's definitely like my first part rose. And then my second part was that Doug was like, we need, we've been doing all this with this CrossFit, basically. We need two days. So we went and met our best friends at in Hilton Head at the beach mm, with our kids. That's so nice. we flew yeah. from Kentucky to Hilton Head for two days. And like, we haven't had, we don't take like the normal Mondays off because we generally then have like been at an event and then have to ride our jumpers because yeah. They have to go to the horse show the next week. So we used to take like two days off a month and like go somewhere and like do that. But with the craziness, it's not really happened in a couple of months. So I was glad that we took the two days and we went to Hilton Head with the kids and they had a blast and I had really, really good seafood. So that's probably my biggest <laughs> rose. <There you> go. <laughs> <laughs> really, really good seafood will cure a lot. Yeah, right? it will. For sure. Everything. Mm. Go get fresh seafood. Oh, and I made, I cooked fish two different nights. It was excellent. Yeah, mm. it's very nice too. Yeah, it is. Oh, man. Well, there we go. So that's the first time playing Rose and Thorn on the yeah. show. I've listened yeah, to it many, fun. many times and it is fun. Yeah, it is fun. It is fun. I always enjoy that segment. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it was fun to play along. So thanks for asking. So, and you did bring up Courtney, and Courtney was on our show once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, was yes. She? The oh, yeah. the groom's uh, super groom round. Yeah, table. super groom round table. Two parter. It was a two. Yeah. 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 Make sure you get her pickles. She loves pickles. Oh. Oh. So that's the <laughs> funny thing. No, me either. So. You don't need it. Oh, oh you don't need it. <laughs> she was so funny. She was gagging. We don't do pickles at all. Like they're not allowed in the house. So it's great because like it comes and you know you always like you know the people always go get their groom's lunch and stuff. She's like, it's great. I never have to worry about you getting pickles ever <laughs> because I'm the one that usually gets lunch. So no, no pickles for anybody in this crowd. The thought so. of it on our show had oh. her like sick to her stomach. It was, yeah, so funny. it was so funny. So as soon as I found that out, it's I had to keep asking so about gross. it. <laughs> oh, it's so gross. I had to keep asking about pickles to her once I realized that. You know. Oh gosh. It makes us like cringe. Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. That's so So. funny. (laughs) So now we've had the whole pain family on. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so I guess, hey, Karen, I should wrap it up. We we, we covered it all. You guys were fantastic. This was so much fun having you guys on. It was super fun. I know. Thank you. It was so fun. Hey, before we finish it up, finish it up. Uh, how do people follow along? Like, so, so do you want to give a, uh, any, like either one of you going to want to give out like websites, how people follow, like whether it be the equestrian stuff, the heels down stuff, but just one last time when, one last sure, time. sure. I could do the heels down stuff and then yeah. Jess, I don't know if you want to do like pain and yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can do that. That's perfect. Okay. Uh, so if you are interested in hearing more about what we do, you can go to heelsdownmag.com. There you'll find all the articles we publish, uh, you'll find the show notes for our own podcast. And if you want to listen to the Heels Down Happy Hour podcast, we are part of the Horse Radio Network. You can download the Horse Radio Network app, or you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Awesome. I got the app. And then for me, um, obviously on Facebook, but I honestly do more on Instagram. So you guys can follow along. We do a lot of stories and Lots with my kids and everything else and the craziness, but you guys can follow along. I'm actually Jess Hamp, my maiden name. So that's how you can follow along. But I'm sure if you 
Google just pain on Instagram. That's the best way to kind of follow me. Awesome. Okay. Very cool. Awesome, guys. Well, again, Karen, was this fantastic? This was so much fun. So much fun. Yeah. Great to finally Aww. get to talk to you guys. Thanks both. for having us. I know. So excited to be on. We'll have to do like a pod swap and we'll have to have you guys on our show. Now. Yeah. You just say when, guys. There you go. You just say when. All right. <laughs> for sure. And I will, I will do better at Rose and Thorn that time. So I love, I love They'll have to do quick fire questions. <laughs> yeah, we'll, yeah, next time. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. When we, yeah. Uh, I love when Doug gets trapped to do the Rose and Thorn too. That's always yeah. We always try to trap him. <laughs> yeah. Do it. Awesome. All right, ladies. Well, thank you again so much, and uh, everyone, make sure they enter to the, the Spark Awards and listen to the Hills Down Happy Hour podcast and and uh, all that good stuff. All right, thank you guys. Thanks so much. Well, and cheers. Yeah, <laughs> cheers. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's show. To learn more about Major League Eventing, go to MajorLeagueEventing.com and join our mailing list to get all the Major League Eventing updates. Cheers!